We are Science Sophie. This is Coastal News, a home and away podcast. Your weekly episode companion podcast for your favourite Aussie soap. Here lies neighbours. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't. Yeah, I am. Um, look. I think you need to get on board here and decide what team you're on. Much <laughs> like the listeners. Oh dear. Fighting talk. There's fighting talk and then there's like, you know, well, we want to get punched in the playground talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, things are heating up. Welcome, Sophie and the Hello. rest of you, to a very special bonus series. This is episode three of our battle with the Neighbourhood Rewatch. Neighbours versus Home and Away. Is there any contest? No. No, thank you very much. Um, This episode, um, we are pitching villains, soap villains. Which Aussie soap does a villain best? Home and Away is the answer. What's the answer? Home and Away. (laughs) With you each day. (laughs) Yep. With the best villains. They've got some good baddies. We did struggle with this one, didn't we? Because Home and Away, we looked at the list of baddies, you and I beforehand, and we were like, we need to whittle this down to four people. That's going to be a challenge in itself, just just getting it down to four. And it was really difficult. And there's lots of people that we didn't include in this list um, that are great characters. And there's no reason why we didn't include them, just that we didn't have enough enough slots for them. So we've gone with our gut. Oh, yeah. Four, four villains out think, since 1988. You know, that's a lot of villains that we've had on home. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. There's been some nasty wrongings, haven't they, come through? Yeah. I think we've picked here some real big names, though. I yes. think Homeway fans, our, our podcast listeners, will absolutely know these names and I think they will agree they were pieces mm. of work. Mm. It's a real yeah. good fun in this series with the lads, isn't it? JK and oh, Adam. It's been so much fun. It's been really funny. And it's, it's been it... really good, actually. Although we don't know a lot about neighbours, um, but the way they explain their characters, you know, it's really easy to sort of picture it, understand what's happening. So if, if, you're, a, if you're a neighbours fan, obviously, check out their podcast. Because to two non-neighbours fans, hearing JK and Adam explain stuff that's happened on the show has been really interesting and and really good fun. So I'd imagine if if you are a neighbours fan, then you'll you'll also love it. You know, Lebanese, why wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um it is good. It's good hearing about the show mm. as neighbours. It's good hearing about neighbours, you know, yeah. and sort of from an un from a position of absolutely zero knowledge. Well, not zero knowledge. You can't not know any knowledge about neighbours, but I did you know, I used to watch it. I used to watch the show, but I, I gave up when I was, I don't know, early early two thousands, I think. So it's been twenty years since I watched it. Picture side. Picture side. Mm. Um yeah, it, but it's it's fascinating to hear because everything's bonkers. Mm. Just as bonkers it is on home and away, really. Yeah. Um it's quite nice as well. I, sharing home and away with someone for the first time yes and hearing their reaction about these iconic what we consider to be iconic characters yeah and then someone reacting to them for the first time is fascinating as well yeah. so i'm really enjoying this this series um 
and I hope people enjoy listening to it. They're telling us they are, which is good. You need to vote, though. This isn't just, like, have a listen, have a merry on the bus while you're on your way to work. Click the link in the description. The link will be plastered all over the social meds. Get clicking and get voting for Team Home and Away. What's the score at the moment, Sophie? It's one all. All to That's play not... for. All yeah. to play for. This is important. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. match is important. We've got to go out fighting. So, yeah. 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 So, get behind Team Summer Bay. Get voting on the link for your home and away villains. Do you want to find out, though, who you're voting for first? Mm, yes. Come on, then. Here it is. Welcome to another battle. Neighbours versus Home and Away. The Neighbourhood Rewatch, which is me, the host of Sarge JK, with my buddy Adam versus... I don't like this already. <laughs> my, my buddy associate... Adam, you fucking... My associate you the win already, you dickhead. <laughs> my work colleague Adam. All right. <laughs> versus... Home and Away, Coastal News, the premier Home and Away podcast, which is Sophie and Sai. Hello. Hello. Well, we, we are back again. New Year, same battle. Yeah, rumbles on. It does and, rumble. Um, we've equalised. We have. We have. We steamed into the lead. <laughs> uh, got far too cocky. Uh, did um, we catch you off guard? We like to think we caught you off guard. Yeah. Caught us off guard. Yeah, yeah, you two came. You really <laughs> brought your A game last time. Because, uh, yeah, we got pretty roundly trumped, didn't we, in the in the polls last time. Uh, it, like, I can't remember. We, yeah, it was yeah, unanimous. It didn't okay. die. Yeah, our, did yeah die. our finalists didn't die. <laughs> that doesn't help, does it? It's pretty crucial when you're doing best mm. deaths. <laughs> However, we've got a new ca- we've got a new category this time, which right. is best villains, mm-hmm. or as Adam likes to say, I'm not allowed to say it. So no, <laughs> no, I've been censored despite being your buddy. <laughs> Adam wanted to call this. Uh, well, I'm sure I'm not, not going to. I'm not going to say it as well. This is. Do you guys are you are you guys a PG podcast? Do you put yourselves out as? Yeah. We try to be. So explicit. You're allowed a couple. I... You're allowed a yeah. couple. Of, yes. So we do have the odd F bomb. Yeah, I think I did three yesterday. Sorry, sorry. But <laughs> yeah, Thanks. we try. It, just it, as it happens, if the you know, conversation goes that you know, if you get a bit riled up, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> plenty to get riled up. Just as a quick side note, uh, me and Adam had conversations a little while back about. Do you think they'll ever drop the F bomb on on neighbours? Do you think it's ever a possibility on Home and Away? Yeah. No. No. No, I don't think so. We've had sort of things that sound similar. Um, I remember back in the 90s when Vinny was on it, on the show, he was like a lifeguard, and he was talking about Claudia Schiffer, and he called her Claudia Schiffer Brains. And I don't know how we got away with that one. Um, But I don't think we've ever had a swear. We have Rakoff, don't we, which is like their version of F-Off. Yeah, and it's on a very conservative network mm. over in Oz. You is know, it's it? a bit prim and proper family network, yeah. 
it's a family show. Yeah, even though it's on at seven pm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can't, you know you can't say rape on Home and Away. Can't no you? One, nobody's no. ever been raped. Everyone's being assaulted. Mm. Mm, that's interesting. That's interesting. Uh, so let's move into the villains. Uh, did we do it? Losers go first last time. <laughs> can't remember. Yeah. yeah. How many? Uh, How many of you guys got? Four. Okay. Is that right? Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, that's what we agreed. Yeah, yeah. See, I, wait, I, I, I thought that was the right amount, but then I wasn't sure if Sai was going to dock to the voting system again to, in order to get the win. I mean, I don't Ooh. know if we're allowed to mention that or not. Um, Where's my popcorn? Say our, our <laughs> finalist didn't actually die. Our best one got knocked out in the first round, which was absolute bullshit. Um, so I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering how are we going to work this, this battle side? Do you know how you're putting this together in a tournament? Just so the rat, you know, you can't. You know, sneak well, a win again or anything. <laughs> You'd, if, I mean, feel free to do it if you want to do it. Oh no, I don't. I don't want to do it. I, <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I have not got the time or the inclination to do it. No, go ahead. I'd rather lose and you do it than win and, and have a go myself. Um. Okay. So I'll I'll just do it the way I did it last time. Okay. Sure Congratulations on your win, then. Um, <laughs> really well deserved. Well done. Really enjoyed it. Um, the taking part that counts. <laughs> Listen, I don't know what your best choices are. I don't know them from Adam. I just threw them into a thing, and it made something. Yeah. Right, if you've got, I'll send you a draft. If you want things swapping, let me know. How about that? I think. Uh, I think we went. We were very, very confident that Drew Kirk would win last time. He was our. We thought he was the banker. Is he the horse he was guy? The, yeah. yeah. Horse. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this time yeah. we've both got four um, in this battle. How how confident are you this time? Are you pleased? Do you think Home and Away has got some right villains in it? What what are you thinking? Um, There's a lot so, of villains on Home and Away, isn't there? Well? It was difficult to narrow it down, I think, for us. Yeah. But yeah. we don't know which ones are popular and which ones. Oh, that's the difficult um, bit. We don't know any villains or neighbours from Adam outside no. of Robinson. He's a badass. Like, so we don't know what we're facing. Like, it's completely blind. I think we have got some absolute big hitter names here. And that. so the home and away uh, viewers will be like, these are the names they'll think of if you ask for a villain. Um, yeah. Like, they're big hitters. But... We don't know what we're facing. We're going blind. So what about you? The, well, the thing is with us, because I'm lazy <laughs> and because I stopped watching at one point, I've had to ask Jay to send me our choices, who I am aware of the names, but I have no idea what they've done whatsoever. So <laughs> I, I'm going to do a lot of nodding, which is not great on an audio podcast for this one. Because I've got no idea. However, when I was reading what these people have done, I thought they were absolutely mental. So I do think we've got some good stuff. I'm just not really aware of any of it. I guess at the um, end of the episode, then we ask you. Yeah, yeah I'll just decide. Who's the winner? Yeah. I'll just decide this week. <laughs> For us, like there was one, there was one obvious one, which you've already mentioned, which is Paul Robinson. Uh, the rest, like just kind of, I had to do some real deep digging into other stuff, and then they just kind of came about. 
Uh, I did try. <laughs> He's not one of ours, but honorable mention to Toadie uh, oh, yeah. as a villain because okay. <laughs> he is just a dickhead. He is. <laughs> That's a different category. Show dickhead. <laughs> I thought he was more, more plonker. I, I've been hearing things about him in the reboot. Yeah, he doesn't come across great in the reboot at all. He's oh. he's quite aggressive. Oh. Uh, to his ex-wife, not like physically, but just I don't. He does this weird thing where he tries, like he like bears his teeth and like oh, puts no. his eyes really weird. And I don't know. He's just yeah. It's he doesn't come across in the greatest greatest way because he's not like that with anybody who would. You feel like he's trying to, he's almost kind of bullying his ex wife a little bit because oh, okay. he wouldn't react that way to other people because he knows they'd just tell him to shut up. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, honorable mention to Tony, but as losers do go, do go first, it is surprise, surprise, Paul Robinson. <laughs> uh, and now, this one, we just kind of put it, we, we've put it down to one big thing that he kind of did, really, or one little error that he did because we could be going forever with all the. The terrible things Paul Robinson did. However, he did go because he did leave the show. Uh, he was jailed for fraud. He was doing some dodgy business dealings and got caught. However, when he got out of jail, he made his grand return <clears throat> to Erinsborough in 2004. And he made that grand return by burning down Lasseter's hotel. Does he own that? He used to, didn't he? He, used he did it. used to own it, yes. And uh, so upon his getting out of jail, he was like, I don't own that anymore. I'm gonna burn. Uh, I'm gonna burn that down. So Lasseter's is burning down. Everyone's like, who would set Lasseter's on fire? And then you just <laughs> see this this figure in the background and it zooms in and it's Paul Robinson just with a classic evil smile. And you, it's a great reveal because you're like, holy shit, this guy's back. Because everyone knows who Paul Robinson is. He was a big, he was a big thing from the start. And he's back. Like he, I don't think anybody thought he was going to come back. Like he made quite a public do about wanting to get off neighbors and become a, a pop star. Yeah. Yeah. We remember. Side, <laughs> side little story. Mm. When I went to Australia and went to a bit of a neighbor's night, this is about 2009. Um, he was performing. Paul Robinson, Stefan Dennis was there. He did. Don't make you feel good. And whatever <laughs> else he sang, I don't know. He was there. <laughs> Um, he was proper rocking it out as well. He was really good. Um, it was still shit songs that he'd written, but like his performance was really good. Um, so I would recommend if you get the chance to go and see Stefan Dennis live <laughs> in the year 2024, get yourself down. He's good for it. Right. I was going on flight thing. Yeah. So if you like all your rock music and gigs, see if, you, see if he's popping over or anything, you could do that. He's like there, Rick Astley, isn't he? Basically. Similar vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Give you that. Yeah, I get that. I love just, Rick Astley, so you know, eh? I'm good. <laughs> just double check the fire regulations before you go, though. Hmm. <laughs> That's true. Make sure I know where the escapes are. Yeah. Uh, so, so setting fire to Lasseter's then starts this kind of chain reaction where he reclaims the empire that he lost. He swindles a couple of people out. He gets caught by a, a guy called Gus Cleary. In fact, he finds out exactly what he's up to. So he's like, right, I can't be having this. I'm going to kill you, and just kills the guy. Just Ow. straight up, yeah. Uh, he twats him in the head, I believe. <laughs> Fair enough. Classic. You know, um, like, are we defining a villain by someone who can kill? 
like it's quite a subjective this this episode in it so like if you can just like yeah there's ghost pop him off like pretty badass isn't it do you know what i mean I think you're right. I think there's lots of different kinds of villains as well. There's the kind that, like, you just hate, that, like, oh, you just don't like. But then there's the ones that you love to hate. Yeah. And then there's the ones that you you just, even though they do the wrong thing, you love them anyway. Like, I think that's yeah. an even more different kind of villain. Um, and then there's the different things they could do, like, either it's if it's killing somebody or whether it's being a dodgy person or whether it's making a nice character feel bad or like a bit like you were saying with Toadie before, like he was giving Mel a hard time. Mel is the worst though. So I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, yeah, I hope, I hope we get a big mix of villains, but I think going big with Paul Robinson, he would, he set a fire. He swindled, which is, he's a bit dodgy. Now mm-hmm. he's killed someone. Anything else? He loses his leg. Is that, that's not <laughs> like. He does. Well, before he loses his leg, uh, he then buy he, he then, he's then planning to buy Ramsey Street and build over it. Uh, and part of his plan to do that, he goes like full Mr. Burns here. He starts polluting the local rivers. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh. This this is someone with que- like morality is questionable, isn't it? This is someone who's not thinking about anybody but themselves, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, he's, he's he's he just wants to reclaim his empire. That's all, and nothing will get in his way, including killing off people, polluting an entire street of worth of people, building over it. He is only stopped uh, by falling off a cliff. Uh, <laughs> he, he is, I think, he is planning to push that other person off the cliff, but doesn't happen, and he ends up falling off, and he ends up losing his leg. God, uh, yeah, uh, and that pretty much puts a stop to all his plans. Uh, they, I think and this point as well this is the most evil he ever got this is his most <laughs> evil like, like he's he's still a bit of a villain to this day they're, they're trying to do a bit of a feel sorry thing for him at the moment um, but this is the most evil he's evil he got and I think the writers realised they took him too far as well it was mm. like because once you, once you do those things there's kind of no coming back from that point Yeah, like, you can't have that character on the Show well, he doing... couldn't grow his leg back, could he? That was that was never going to happen, <laughs> no. with the lad. To be fair, there was no coming back from that. No. Then you've got to write that into the show, haven't you? Remember, because sometimes you get a soap where they get an injury, and then a month later they've forgotten that they've had that injury. So you have to keep that consistent, don't you? And remember, that he's got like one leg. We need to write this into the show. How do we get past this? It's, it's I I do injury, always enjoy seeing him limp. Yeah. Like, oh, he's remembered. He's remembered today. Yeah. <laughs> remembered to limp today. Some days he doesn't bother. Oh. Some days it's the other leg. Yeah. <laughs> so it's always quite fun. So what they did in the end to kind of explain away all this really evil stuff, they went, Oh, he had a brain tumor that made him evil. Ah, we had one of them, didn't we? Huh? Ah, we had a brain tumor arsonist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they go, yeah. right, okay, we need to redeem this character somehow. So they go in, get the brain tumor, pluck it out. That's, I imagine, how exactly how it works in surgery. <laughs> I just, oh, yeah. You just kind of pick it out. Just, yeah, yeah, just fishing rod, reel it back in, take the tumor yeah. out. And then he's just kind of, he's not evil then, he's just a bit of a villain. Yeah. He's not, he's not, he's stopped killing people now. <laughs> but he will fuck you over on shares in a business deal. <laughs> yeah. Ruthless. Yeah. I mean, he's 
we're up against it here like legend yeah. name um mm. and i mean if that's just a small part of his history that you've mm. described yeah. like lifelong watchers of this show yeah yeah I don't yeah, know, I think uh, we have an equivalent, do we? Because obviously Paul Robinson's been in it for so long and he's been a, a sort of constant villain, whether it's business villain or whether it's a murderous villain or whatever. We don't have the equivalent of that in Home and Away, do we? We don't have somebody that's been in it consistently for years being a constant baddie, I don't think. Yeah, he we was in it have... in the pilot. He's really? the only one Gosh. from the pilot still in the show. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we don't have the equivalent of that, do we? In well, terms of bad, bad guys. Who are you bringing out then first? Yeah. We've, we've started. I feel, like, I feel like we've got them on the ropes here. <laughs> <laughs> Who should we go first? Don't mind. Do you want to go? Go for it. I'll bring out. Right. When we were discussing Home and Away villains, we don't have any that have got that history, really, like 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 Paul has. Um, but with a lot of them are female, right? Mm. There's this, um, and it's 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 like a soap formulaic thing isn't it like a powerful woman uh, who'll stop at nothing and she'll eat blokes up and you know there's a lot of that and I think this particular choice that we've made was the catalyst for that on home and away so I think everything that happened after this person and tell me if you'll agree or not Sophie is because this character happened but and it was, and so, was so popular yeah yeah so that character is Angie Russell, and the Be Home and Away viewers listening to this going, uh, yeah, yeah, she was bad. She was very, <laughs> very bad. Um, and there was absolutely no reason for it. She was unhinged, in a word, and there was no rhyme or reason for her behaviour. It's 2002, so the show in the late 80s, 90s, sort of had this sort of fluffy, it was always darker than, say, Neighbours was, but sort of, in the early noughties, there wasn't like a reboot, but there was a definite transition to what the show is today. Like it's a completely different show today, much more dramatic, much heightened, glossy, you know, that sort of transition started in the early noughties. And one of the big, I remember it to this day, I was in school, like school age when this started happening. They, the, the focal house of Summer Bay, Summer Bay House, it's the the big house, the back where the big families who would all do the fostering live. It was the Fletchers, and that was sold off in the early noughties, and it was quite controversial because it, it was the first time we had a new nuclear family, nuclear a family at that house, and they were all new characters, and it was all a bit sort of you know disjointed, like the yeah. the show felt different, and it was the start of these kind type of characters being introduced. And the husband, um, Reese Sutherland, who bought the Summer Bay house, his ex, Angie Russell, turns up saying, this is your son, Dylan, and um, this is why I'm here. She is a teacher. She took a job at Summer Bay High as a deputy head and um, from the off was basically causing loads of problems with Reese in his marriage. Um, she was coming on to him. She was saying that Dylan was his son. We later find out he was never his son at all. She was just there just to piss her ex off. Um, and at school, her son Dylan is now attending Summer Bay High, 
gets it doesn't get on with another another student and there's a bit of an incident it's a bit of a fight you know playground fight and all the rest of it uh, with another student called Nick and um because of this because her son had a disagreement with Nick she decided she was going to play mind games with him some like 15 year old school kid and she starts coming on to him she starts seducing him she starts trapping him in really um sort of romantic situations making him fall for her and um then reports him to the police um because there is a he was quite naive as you would be at that age he, he'd like stay behind after class and be in the classroom on his own with her and you know and she'd be up to no good and well, she yeah absolutely <laughs> and she there was one time they were getting a bit close in this classroom and then she started screaming and ripping her own clothes off and then told everyone that he tried to attack her and you know got him you know got the police involved he, his whole future was ruined and the whole base is, is you know you're, you're not gonna pass your hse you're gonna have a criminal record and da, 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 da. Um, she starts making more more and more as time goes on enemies around the bay so the whole bay is like she's a nasty piece of work even poor sally fletcher at this point sally fletcher is like the golden child of home and away she was in episode one and we watched her grow up she is a teacher at the school at this point and she's having about of ocd as you do on soaps and um, angie swapped her medication out and played games with her and things in the staff room and just to play with her, you know, and, and then make her OCD or get worse. Um, and then Nick's had enough and his family have had enough. She's got she's got contacts in the um, Department of Education. So she's getting away with things when complaints are made. She's getting away with it. And so there is this plan concocted amongst Nick and some of the other students to try and out her. They call it the Jacuzzi tape, where they've <laughs> on some of these um they've basically secretly recorded her giving him all this abuse and she's saying in this camcorder she's saying things like um you know i didn't i didn't love you i just needed you to love me you're pathetic and da, 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 all to a child it's just mad and th there's this like school project and the tapes are sw switched so instead of the, the project being played, this tape is played out. Classic, true classic. Fashion. Yep. And everyone shooketh. And she is she loses her job. She's banished from the school. And there is a scene now they're here where um it, it's embrained in my mind. I'm not sure about yours, Sophie. This scene, it, it's actually on YouTube because I went down a YouTube hole researching <laughs> this, rewatching it all. Um, on YouTube, it's called Angie's Walk of Shame. So she's like dismissed <laughs> from her job by the head teacher, and then she's like slow mo comes out of the the classroom. There's this long corridor lined with students for, at the school and all the characters, and they're all like glaring in at her. And it's all slow mo as she's walking down, and she's you know it's all like giving her the side eye and everything. And at the very end, as she's about to reach the oh yeah, Irene like shaking her head with uh, disappointment at the very end is Nick and um you know the last student before she has to leave the school and she leans in she leans in and whispers to him you will die with my name on your lips 
then, and then leaves the school. It's like it's one of those like when you say Angie Russell, everyone repeats that line. So <laughs> it's just amazingly camp. Um, nice. You know, such such a good villain, and like all good villains, gets gets their comeuppance because that then's the rules of soap, right? Mm -hmm. But you've got to balance it. You've got to balance it. So she um, is sort of confined to a house. She's been completely ostracised from the community in Summer Bay. She's confined to a house and she has a knock on the door one day and she opens the door and the camera is first person to the, the caller. So she's talking to camera. Oh, what are you doing here? She's recognised this person and that's the last time we ever see her. And her body is found several weeks okay. later. And she's made all these enemies. Everyone's a suspect. Um, and it goes on. It's not the last time we actually see it, I must lie, because like, like we mentioned, she was a ghost about 12 months later. Um, <laughs> and then um, she, um, yeah, everyone's a suspect. And just as the, someone's about to go down for it, her son, Dylan, confesses. They had an argument, he pushed her over, and there's all flashbacks about it. And she knocked her head on the corner of a table and he killed his mother. Oh, uh, those corners of tables. <laughs> Deadly. Killed so many people. Yeah. Oh, she was good, though. She was she good. Was. I hated I her, but I also liked her. It's annoying. I've just Googled her. She's like, <laughs> she's the hottest teacher I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, she was. Hotter than Miss yeah. Taylor. Yeah, hotter than Miss Taylor. That's our that's our old um, RE slash PE teacher from high school <laughs> who everybody wanted to stay behind with. <laughs> Miss Taylor was insane. I wonder if Miss Taylor listens to this. That'd be good. <laughs> you you are, I'm still single, so. <laughs> <laughs> How long? How long was she in it for then, Sai? Was she? In it? She. You said she wasn't in it like anywhere near as long as Paul, obviously. But did she do a fairly yeah. long stint? All this. No. Or? This was all in about seven or eight months. See, that's a good effort to do that much damage in a shorter period of time, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Good effort. Yeah, and, and like 20 years later, like all the, all talk the fans about talk about her. Like, and really she's a tiny, teeny tiny blip on. I don't think I've done it justice. Like, she was evil. Um, and there's some of the things she'd say. But yeah. Yeah. There you okay. go. Okay, that that was a good response. That was a good response. That, like I said, we we went straight out with the you know someone who's been on the show since day one, and you've come out with some, a really good story there from someone who was just on it seven eight months. Mm. Uh, our next one uh, was on the show for a good couple of years. She's a very memorable character. Uh, a lot of people still remember her to this day. It's Izzy Hoyland. Uh, she came on the show and instantly just started getting in the mix with things and just being the Hoyland family had some great members in it anyway uh shout out to the OG summer Hoyland had some terrible members as well Rosie Hoyland uh, awful. yeah so you had like these two ends of the table like you had like Rosie was the priest but the worst she was a preachy priest she was and she was the worst she was just such a bore she was quite condescending as well. Yeah. Just oh, like, uh, yeah, yeah, she was the worst kind of priest. Well, not the worst kind. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I've heard, uh, yeah, there are worst out there. She was just a bit of a pain in the ass, to be fair. Yeah, she um, didn't make the news, but yeah. No, she wasn't that bad. She wasn't on anyone's list um, or anything. Um, 
But she she was was she the daughter of Rosie Highland then? Yeah, yeah, she's the daughter. Yeah, so the Max daughter. is the son. Yeah, Max, he's a bit of a a wet wipe. <laughs> the best way to describe him, um, just really nothing about him. Um, these kids have a bit, little bit of something about him. So this obviously runs through that family. But Izzy Hoyland got it all. She got all that kind of mean streak and dastardliness and conniving. She she followed in a little bit like like Si mentioned that kind of strong-willed woman mm-hmm. who maybe wasn't in a position of power or anything like that, but almost wanted to be, felt like she deserved yeah. to be. And it helps that she was smoking hot as well and <laughs> could use her feminine wiles to get what she wanted as well as her own dastardly scheming abilities. Um, so I have not read all the notes you sent me, so I'm going to let you <laughs> talk a little bit more about Izzy Hoyland. Okay. You're so- doing most of the talking this week. Yeah. Uh, so she Sorry, falls. <laughs> <laughs> You'll fucking chime in. You always do. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, she falls pregnant to Gus Cleary, who is later killed by Paul Robinson. Oh. Uh, but before he gets killed, he'd done a runner. He's, he's, he was like, I'm not having a kid with you. You're crazy. Uh, so instead, she's like, Well, I've got to raise this kid. Uh, I need to pretend someone's going to be the father. So I'm going to seduce Carl Kennedy, who was on the rocks with Susan again. Uh, sleep with him and then completely lie about the dates and, and tell him that he is the father. Um, this he's a doctor though, right? He should know. Pregnancy yes, dates. This, all the way through reading this, he should have clicked. <laughs> but but well, she's she goes to lots of appointments on her own. She ah, okay. Uh, yeah, she she changes stuff. Like she she will not stop to get anything. Like she will she was photocopying uh, like baby scans and stuff and changing dates on it with text uh, or whatever like she's yeah she has figured all of this uh, this weather lives though is eventually concealed by darcy tyler uh susan kennedy's wayward nephew who was a potential contender as well for villain on here um but we decided he was too much of my idol to put as a villain <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he tries to blackmail Izzy, uh, so she pushes him down the stairs instead. Uh, and he ends up in a coma. However, the kind of stress of all this and keeping up with the lies and stuff uh, does eventually mean she ends up having to, she ends up uh, miscarrying the child. Uh, Paul Robinson finds this out, and they kind of start this weird kind of relationship where they're like, well, I know that you killed Gus, and you know that I lied about Carl's baby. So, if we just start shagging, and it's kind of like it's mutual destruction, isn't it? It's you like tell an me, evil alliance. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And who doesn't love an alliance between like the oh. supervillains when they get together to cause like Batman Returns? Yeah. When it was Catwoman and the Christopher Walken guy and the Penguin, like, and they all came together. Yeah. Good times. Because mm. <laughs> then you need to band people together against them. Yeah. Yeah. But these, this was a pretty big team that were causing some havoc through Ramsey Street, weren't they, really? Yeah, yeah and... please tell me Susan takes her out or something. <laughs> well, <laughs> Susan does gone. have a part to play in a couple of our people as we go forward. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, now Susan's always kind of in the background of this. Susan, in, from day one, didn't like this girl, even before she started shagging Carl. It was just like, yeah, I don't like this girl. 
at all. Uh, and she she plays Paul and Carl off themselves a lot. Uh, Paul at one point goes, well, I can't I can't deal with you. I'm just going to pay you off. Here's, here's a sum of money. Let's call it quits. You don't tell on me, I don't tell on you. Uh, mm-hmm. So she goes back to Carl, uh, but Darcy awakes from his coda, coma and sends a letter to Susan telling her the truth about what happened. Uh, so Susan confronts her with all this uh, and she ends up running back to Paul again. Uh, and then she falls out with Paul again and she ends up running back to Carl. At this point, she just, she, she, <laughs> I, I know you're not allowed to say this word on uh, Home and Away, but she basically date rapes Carl. Oh, God. Uh, drugs him and sleeps with him, basically, and gets herself pregnant from this. Uh, but what she does this time, which is a nice twist, she says, oh, no, it's not your kid. It's somebody else's. I was, I was, shang- I was shagging someone else as well. So it's not your kid. Uh, Carl and Susan end up back together. Uh, and they decide they're going to get married in London, which is unfortunately where Izzy Hoyland has ended up with a footballer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so as they're getting married uh, on the river underneath the London Bridge, uh, Izzy... Storms on the boat and starts giving birth. Timed <laughs> <laughs> it so well, bless her. You mean one, yeah. So yeah, Carl and Susan, I think they just said the I do, and then he has to immediately start helping Izzy Hoyland give birth to this child. Oh my god. Uh, I don't think they even kiss or anything. Oh my god. Uh, so he does eventually learn that the child is his. Uh, and things are pretty cordial. Like, he, Susan's willing to, you know, she realize, she knows what's happened and she's she's willing to, you know, for the benefit of the child, she's willing to to play nice here. Uh, and they're, they're pretty cordial for a couple of years. But then Izzy decides she's going to marry an eight to nine-year-old uh, and unfortunately dies the day after she's married him. And she inherits 41 million Australian what? dollars. How much is that in real money? Still a lot, isn't it? Uh, about eighty-two million pounds, I think. Ooh. Why was it forty-one million dollars? It's like <laughs> so strange. What does she do with all this money? Well, she tries to bribe Carl and say, "Listen, do you want to be a sperm donor again? I'd like a little sister for for Holly Hoyland or a brother." Uh, is I will build you an entire new wing in the hospital if you uh, spunk in this cup for me. And... Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not sure what the term of deliverment was, to be fair, but... <laughs> now. Villains don't start building <clears throat> I'm sorry. Carl <laughs> <laughs> uh, so eventually, he, he agrees with it at first, but can't go through with it. So is he steals his sperm? Again, technically. Yeah. And I've put here, and I'm going to go with it, shoves his up herself. <laughs> That's <laughs> awful behaviour. I have not been a part of this. Are we talking turkey baster type yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking turkey baster, yeah. Oh, not, not the talk. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's how she stole it in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> she was just doing his laundry one day. I mean, what's this sock? Oh, <laughs> oh ring this out. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so I nearly choked on these drinks then. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, but unfortunately, she doesn't catch pregnant with this. 
realizing that she has fucked everybody over at this point, uh, she she decides to just abandon everyone. She abandons Holly Hoyland, her child, with Carl and Susan, and just gets off, mm-hmm. and has a pretty pretty uh pretty decent pop career from then on. I think <laughs> she's still touring to these days. I think. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So in the show, is she still alive out there yeah, somewhere, so, yes. living a life? Wow. So when it when the finale happened, she ah, yeah. came back, which was a great surprise because and she still oh, looks great yeah. and everything. But yeah. one last little thing. Uh, she comes back. It turns out she's she's got a new beau, and mm. it's none other than Mal Kennedy. No, of the Kennedys, which was yeah. a great little twist that they just. And did he know there. who she was? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. What? He was absolutely fine with this. So crazy. Fact, his dad. Is she, yeah. you okay with it? Wow. Yeah. The mother of wow. his little sister. He was shagging the mother of his little sister. Whoa. Oh, that's weird, isn't it? That's just weird. Oh, Sophie, I'm supposed to not like this. <laughs> I know, sorry. I, I love a bit of a sort of weird family incest story. <laughs> so, but then, and then, ju- and then just to finish off, even though, though like the show was coming to an end, it was all pretty much said and done, she still managed to somehow cheat on Mal Kennedy. This is oh, it. They're like, there's only five minutes of the show left. And Izzy Highland was like, well, fuck this. I've got one more affair in me. And she said, and she ends up getting Susan. off with Shane Ramsey the, from the Ramsey the Street, who returned as well. They mm-hmm. were going to get together um, and, and like rebuild a, like a full complex in Erinsborough or something. And then luckily, um, the show ended. <laughs> couldn't quite do that. Um, so she, she just kind of left. Yeah. But she's still in, at large. Yeah, yeah, I believe in canon, they're still together. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she's not in the reboot, so we're just assuming she's out there in the ether somewhere, being she evil, could, and she yeah. could come back at any time. Oh my god! <gasps> but she, which really... is nice for a villain as well. Yeah, I think, not right, dead. I think sometimes you've got to get the comeuppance, but sometimes it's nice to know that at any moment they could return. Yeah, and like any time she shows up, like she literally puts the cat amongst the pigeons. Like, she shows up tomorrow. There's already six or seven storylines going on that will revolve around her. Yeah. Uh, This girl just brings chaos with her everywhere she goes. Yeah. That's a good one. I like that. Good good luck topping that one. (laughs) (laughs) Is it me now, Si? Yeah. Are we thinking Stalker? I think we're going to have to after that. Stalker, yeah, another another crazy woman story, I think. Uh, okay, some of a stalker. So back in 2005, Home and Away fans were gripped for months on end by the mystery of who is the Summer Bay stalker, which is just a great thing to talk about anyway because we just love the whole stalker. Who doesn't love a stalker storyline? It's yeah. great. So we were shown for months and months on end. We were shown this like shadowy figure who was terrorizing the bay, causing all kinds of death and destruction. Uh, we at home had no idea who this person was. Um, so it because it was going on for months and months, everyone that watched the show, there was loads of like theories on all the forums online and people were talking about it. Who could it be? And the reason why it was so difficult to work out who this person was is because everybody was a target. Everybody in the Bay had been terrorized at some point over the course of 2005. Some attacks were on individual people. So, for example, Haley, um, her house was set on fire while she was inside her house. Didn't kill her, but, you know, she was attempted murder. Um, but there was also attacks where it was like multiple people on the show. So there was a joy flight, chartered flight thing that was 
organised. This was something that used to happen back in the day. Like a bunch of characters would suddenly go off on a jolly for the afternoon on a chartered plane for like three hours. It was just one of those <laughs> things that happened. I don't know why. But the whole bunch of characters went off on this plane to celebrate someone's engagement, I think it was, including Chris Hemsworth, the old Thor. He was on that flight. Mm. And we saw the survey stalker sabotage the plane before it took off. So obviously it crashed into the middle of nowhere, the outback. The only person that died was the pilot, I think, wasn't it? Oh, mm. besides that, sorry. Yeah, I, I've got the memories of them sort of flailing around the bush for like three episodes, wondering yeah. what. Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't know how, where they were or how to get back. Nobody knew where they were. They knew they got off on this flight, but they didn't know where the plane had crashed or, or that it had been sabotaged and all this sort of stuff. So, and we didn't know at home who'd done it. So that was a huge thing. Um, so again, it was like, well, who was on the plane? Who wasn't on the plane? Who could be the stalker be? Because we all thought it could be someone from the bay, but we didn't know who it was. So it was trying to work out who were the suspects, who were the victims, why are they terrorising them? Who is this person? Who's behind all this? Um, there was a murder mystery event that was organised and a load of the, the residents went to that as well. They all signed up for this event and we saw the stalker plant a bomb at the location. So again, it was like, well, who was there? Who could it be? Who could it not be? Who, who's being targeted by the stalker? So it was so hard to work out who it was. And that's what kept everyone talking and kept us watching because it just kept escalating and escalating. So that made the storyline really memorable and really good. But also the reveal, the reveal episode was just brilliant it was this episode where sally fletcher had been kidnapped she was tied to a chair in this warehouse and the stalker was there but we couldn't see them we couldn't see who they were they were dressed in black they got a hood over their face and they were like sort of pacing around this warehouse around sally and she's pleading like why are you doing this who are you like just tell me who you are we're all going yes who are you like take the hood <laughs> off we need to know who you are like this has been going on for months and months and then she reveals her face to Sally and you see Sally's reaction but we don't know who it is still so we're ah. like who is it who is it and Sally's face is just like what the fuck like you just, scream, just screaming <laughs> at the tv at this point just go fucking shovel me <laughs> just tell us who it is because it's been months but Sally's face was just like huh like <laughs> it's you you're the stalker so we were like oh my god tell us who it is so then the, the, the stalker's like still pacing the floor but now they're talking so we're hearing the voice and they're monologuing like a Bond villain, you know, like this is this is what I'm doing, this is my devious plan, this is what I've done it, this is this is Stroking who I cam. am. Yeah, all, yeah, it was almost like that. It was so good. <laughs> Everyone was like at the edge of the seat. And we're hearing this voice and we're like, no, no, it can't, it can't be, it can't be that person. They can't be the stalker. This is ridiculous. And then we see the person and we're like, shit, it really is. It they really are the stalker. So the stalker who, this is this is where it gets complicated, so you might have to bear with me a little bit because this storyline is nuts. So the stalker reveals herself and she's this character called Zoe McAllister. Zoe McAllister was a lovely, bubbly, happy, friendly nurse, someone that you wouldn't expect to do anything evil or hurt anybody, hurt a fly. She was a bit ditzy. They trusted her, didn't they? You know, yeah. Popular you, at the hospital. If you were ill, you'd want her to treat you. She was like this really lovely nurse and everyone was, thought she was great. I don't know whether she's anybody's favourite character because she kind of flew under the radar, but she was nice, she was bubbly, she was lovely, she was a nurse, you know. So then you're like, how can she be the stalker? And then that's where the twist comes in. So Zoe McAllister was a really nice, bubbly, nice nurse, happy person. But this person that was saying that she was Zoe McAllister was not Zoe McAllister. She had killed Zoe McAllister, the real nurse, off screen, ages ago, we haven't seen it. She'd assumed her identity so that she could come to the bay. 
her real name was actually Eve Jacobson and she was a psychiatric doctor in a psychiatric hospital because it takes one to know one apparently <laughs> she was the biggest psychopath of the bay that I think the bay's ever seen but she's also a psychiatric doctor and she comes to the bay to exact revenge on pretty much everybody because of a patient that she treated at the psychiatric hospital called Sarah Lewis who was almost a contender in this we were almost going to put Sarah Lewis in because she's a villain in her own right um, she fell in love with this patient who was a nut job, crystal meth addict, um, who had a, a, a big vengeance against the bay, tried to exact it. Eve had actually let her out of hospital so that she could come back and take revenge on the bay, but she died. So then she's, Eve's distraught, wants to take revenge on behalf of Sarah. So she kills this nurse, takes her identity, moves to the bay, and then starts to exact the plans that Sarah wanted to do, but unfortunately... She'd shot herself, so she couldn't carry them out. So it's just, it was just nuts, wasn't it? So I just, it's the, just a cr- when Sarah came, was that that wedding season finale? No, that, that, she... the wedding, the Jack and Martha's wedding was when Eve eventually died. Oh, so okay. <laughs> this gets Sorry. really complicated. So had it, she, Eve, Sorry, had, yeah. had she taken a face as well? Did she look no. like this per- like you said take but then I th- she hasn't like done face off and she's got no, the person's face. She's just got like her credentials essentially because this is back oh, in okay. I don't know, early two thousands. I don't think anyone checked her ID against her no. name. I don't know. It's all a bit bluffy, you know. She got You could kill people job. a lot easier back then, couldn't you? <laughs> yeah. It's really <laughs> hard these days. Pass ID checks a bit easier than, yeah. than you can nowadays. I think they're a bit a bit more rigorous nowadays. I think crucially, nobody in the bay knew her. No. Yeah. They knew Sarah. Yes, um, they knew Lewis. Yeah, but they didn't know who Eve was, or that she was in a relationship with Sarah, or that she was there to re- enact revenge on her. So she um, turns up and says, "I'm Eve." You're going to say, "All right." Yeah. yeah. Nice to meet um, you. <laughs> <laughs> so she was pretending. So when when she'd kidnapped Sally and she had her tied to this chair, and this big reveal was happening, um, there was an explosion. So luckily, Sally got rescued. Um, but Eve supposedly died in this explosion. She was blown up, except in true soap fashion, she wasn't really dead. So she came back in 2006, and what happened was she planted a body, some random woman off camera again, she killed, called Laura, planted her body. She was the one that was in the explosion, not Eve, so Eve wasn't dead. Um, And Eve came back, and she decided this time that she was going to target the copper who had rescued Sally, because she... She was going to kill Sally, but, you know, now this copper rescued her. Now he's the target because she just targets anybody else who thwart her plans. So now Peter Baker's the, the, the target of all her plans. So she's playing like a cat and mouse game with him. He thinks that she's dead. She's actually living next door to him. He doesn't know this. She's actually moved into the apartment next door. She's assumed a new identity of Maxine Trude, which we later realise is an anagram of I am next door. <laughs> so ah, that's terrible, but awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good it was so like this was yeah. like chocolate cake it was like delicious at the time it was just so good so she manages to lure him to an abattoir he thinks that sarah's come back from the dead somehow he thinks that sarah didn't think it's eve because he was there eve got blown up she didn't eve, you know she's dead so he, she lures him to this abattoir like trying to kill him i would never go to an abattoir <laughs> even if like someone was like surprising me with a nice picnic <laughs> Or a present of some kind. It's at the abattoir. I'll leave it then, thanks. <laughs> yeah, but you're, if you're a cop and you know that there's a stalker out there, you're going to go to the abattoir, aren't you? Where you got to go? 
gotta go, gotta go. So she's trying to kill Peter at the abattoir, but then she's thwarted again. So another copper called Jack comes in and thwarts her plans for killing Peter at the abattoir. In the kerfuffle, she manages to escape again. So she's still at large, she's, she's still going. And now Jack is the target of her hatred because Jack's thwarted her last plans. So Jack's getting married to Martha and the whole bay is in attendance, you know, this wedding reception, everybody's there. Her chance again to exact this revenge on the bay. So she goes there and there's this huge gas explosion. I think there's some sparklers on the wedding cake and the gas leak and everything just goes boom. And then the only person that's actually killed, finally, she perishes Eve in that explosion. So as far as we need Eve. Yeah, that is. Or lucky, lucky, I don't know. This girl needed to look in the mirror, I think, a little bit. She's like, oh, they thought my plans. Your plans are not good enough. No, they're not. (laughs) So I'm going to kill him. (laughs) It's just the fact that the target just moved all the time. It was like, right, I hate you today. So I'm going to get after you. It was like, it was always somebody. That's why we couldn't work it out, could we, Simon? In the beginning, before we knew who it was, it was like, why has she gone after them? And then it was like the next one. What, why has she gone after them? It's just, that it was made so her so ludicrous. unsuspecting, didn't it? Yeah, she was just because unhinged. No. She was just unhinged. And did she actually die? There was was we've seen a body this time. Is we is it confirmed? I think so. I think she definitely died in this because it was on screen. This death, so we saw it. Um, but it was just so good because when she was Zoe, when she was like the nice, bubbly nurse, happy-go-lucky, always you know helpful, etc. She played that really well. And then as soon as we found out she was Eve, it was like a flip switch. It was like, and then she was just evil and you hated her, didn't you? You were like instantly going, she's fucking nuts. Like, and you hated her. She was proper psychopathic character. So the actress that played her was just brilliant. Really good. And it's one of those storylines where you kind of, you know, it goes on for ages and ages and ages. And you think, oh, please don't be shit at the end. Like I've invested a year of my life in this. Please don't just be crap. And, but it wasn't, it was really good all the way through, wasn't it? So it was just nuts. I think that's probably the most complicated storyline we've had yeah, in terms of villain. As well, isn't it? Yeah. It is, it's funny for all, well, yeah, for, for me, for both of us, probably. Like, when we, <laughs> we, we've got no concept of it, and then we'll just hear what happened. And then when you're just telling it, it's like, and then this blew up, and then this <laughs> happened, and then there was the stalker, and then there was an abattoir. It just... It, <laughs> When, when people explain, like, it's probably a bit like when we do it as well for the neighbor stuff. How ridiculous! <laughs> how ridiculously good soaps are. If you don't say, if you, if you yeah. take everything with a pinch of soap salt while you're yeah. watching them, yeah, you've got to, mental, you? aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, how many storylines gets a plane crash thrown at them, a bomb, a, a gas explosion, all around one character? Kidnapping, murder, yeah. It must be so fun to have played that character as well, especially if yeah. she's done like the sweet, innocent side and then got to be a psycho. Yeah. That's good fun, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, yeah, well, 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 you say, you know, how many people get to plant bombs, plane crashes, <laughs> stolen identity. Oh, there well, we go. <laughs> we have got one right back. At you. Yeah. <laughs> this has worked out so well. Like, yeah. all these different ones so far have been so good. They, yeah. they all kind of filter in as well it's really good so we've gone for our third one is robert robinson our third villain but our second robinson robert Mm. i don't know i've not heard of robert before so is he related to paul he is the son of paul and gail robinson uh gail left paul uh they had twins uh they had robert and cameron and they left to go to new zealand 
however, Robert in and Paul never sees them and they grow up and become adults. And Robert, in the meantime, has posed as his twin brother Cameron, mm. who he's put in a coma. He's took his identity, he's put him and his brother in a coma, took his identity, mm. and he makes his big. Uh, entrance as he is revealed as the one who puts a bomb on the plane that kills the Bishop family and nearly ah. fucking everyone else. We talked about that in the best deaths in our last episode. Uh, and he just sets about ruining Paul's life, uh, but posing as the good brother, really the good, the good twin, should we say? Uh, he ruins relationships with Paul left, right, and center. I think he has some dealings with Izzy as well, and that's one of the reasons she's kind of back and forth. Mm. Uh, oh, actually, he tries to gas Izzy Highland to death as well. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> uh, he kills uh, a business associate of Paul's to ruin a business deal. This is going to be a really lucrative kind of merger for Paul Robinson, and he just kills the other person, so the, the merger's <laughs> off. Uh, he tr- Oh, so... It's later revealed as well. There's a third twin. What? A third you twin? Call them twins if there's three of them. Uh, yeah, probably not. No. Uh, just three twins. <laughs> three twins. Yeah. <laughs> there is another one. L. Robinson. Oh, we love uh, L. Yeah. You've met L, haven't you? You say this every oh. time I mention L. Robinson, you go, "I've met her. She's oh, really little, nice." Little last side story. Uh, <laughs> when I was in Australia listening to Stephen Dennis do his uh, rock performance, uh, L. Robinson was was there as well, uh, which was great. Um, she is so nice. She's only small, but she was more than happy to have a picture. Um, she's she's super nice. Um, that is the end of my story about L. Robinson. <laughs> I don't think it is, but okay. <laughs> oh, but I wish there was more to it, but there's not. <laughs> it sounded like there was a lot more to it, but there we go. Neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he finds out about Elle and tries to car bomb her. Uh, and then while, while he's at it, he's like, well, I might as well finish off uh, off Cameron once and for all. So he goes back to try and... Is he still in the coma, off. by the way? Yeah, Cameron's still in the coma. But as he's about to finish Cameron off, he wakes up from his coma, perfect timing, oh. and attacks Robert. He escapes and he saves Elle at the same time. Uh, so <laughs> Robert's like, shit, I'm about to get caught here. What I'm going to do is pretend to be Cameron and to pretend to be in a coma. <laughs> so oh we God. get in the hospital bed. <laughs> oh, my and God. Goes, and just sleeps. For sun end. So good. Just goes, in a coma, eh? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? And it's raging. Right here, yeah, I'm in a coma. <laughs> in a coma. <laughs> so then Cameron's going... I'm I'm the real Cameron. He's the fake, and they're like, "Well, you're obviously full of shit." He's in a coma. <laughs> um, was this shot cleverly? Like, was it played by the same person? Yes. Right. Yeah, played by the the same actor. Uh, <laughs> so Paul is like, "Oh my god, uh, I can't believe Robert is in a coma. I'm going to have a bedside vigil for him all the time." How is he pretending to be in a coma? This is bollocks. <laughs> Would you not just poke him or hold his nose? Like, how do you pretend you're in a coma? It's mad. You don't really Best go acting gig. in hospital beds, do you? <laughs> how did he get away with this? Uh, well, I'd, I'd fall for it. <laughs> right, I'm in a coma for the next season of the podcast. <laughs> 
Well, I'm not going to poke you. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, we're bothering. We're bothering. <laughs> oh, God, even I'm losing track of this now. Uh, <laughs> so, <Sorry>. you... <laughs> none of us know who his brothers do. It sounds no. a bit Mitchell's here turning on each no, other. I think Paul goes, oh, fuck me. So, Paul goes on a camping trip with mm. the real Cameron. So Robert at this point goes, right, nobody's watching me. I'm going to sneak out because everyone thinks I'm in a coma. No one's, no one's poking me here. I've got a free reign. So he sneaks out on this camping trip and tries to kill Paul and Cameron, but fails, so goes on the run. Uh, Paul and his ex-wife, Gail, end up faking a wedding to draw him out because they're like, well, he's not going to be able to resist trying to, trying to kill the whole family in one go. Was that the first idea? Yeah, that was the first idea. What did we do here? Let's just to get married. Uh, again, I think this is something that pisses Izzy off, so she's one of the reasons she ends up going back to her as well. Uh, uh, so they fake a wedding uh, to draw him out, where he's eventually captured. Uh, but even in jail, he causes some more havoc. Uh, he fakes an escape, uh, which is he brilliant. Fakes an escape. He fakes oh, a jailbreak. He fakes a jailbreak to make everyone think he's on the run. So However, this is a good in, where was in prison. In prison. He was, no, he was just hiding in prison. <laughs> I'll just leave him to it. What an idiot. <laughs> this guy's pretending to be asleep. While you're asleep, you're not you're not harming anyone. I'm pretending that he's out of prison when he's in prison. <laughs> because I'm voting for this guy. <laughs> So everyone thinks he's escaped, so everyone's on high alert uh, to, to keep their eyes out for him. Max Hoyland, the, the fucking dope that is Izzy's brother, uh, sees Cameron, his twin brother, and goes, oh shit, that's Robert, let's fucking run him over. Oh no. So runs him over. Why did he run him over? Because <laughs> he's not even Robert. But why did he just like call the police? <laughs> he took the law into his own hands. Uh, but <laughs> Max is on then trial for murder, for the murder of Robert Robinson. But then obviously Robert Robinson shows up and goes, surprise, not so dead. So he actually dies. He doesn't just hit him with the car. He kills him with the car. Yeah, yeah, he kills he kills Cameron. Whoa. Yeah, but wow. Robert goes up and goes, ha, you killed the wrong one. <laughs> uh, well, I am in prison anyway, so... <laughs> but... Because I, but he, he thinks that because he's come out and told the truth and everything, he thinks everything he's done is really, really clever. So he's going, oh, everyone's just going to let me off this. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what he genuinely thinks. He's like, oh, I'm going to get let, I'm going to get let oh off of this. He, he starts saying, I'm reformed because, you know, I, I haven't done any, I haven't done any crimes. I haven't committed anything. I'm reformed. You should let me back out in society. And they're it's like, funny, so they went to shush. Yeah. To and then obviously they go, shut up, not bad. And they just drag him off, kicking and screaming, and he's going, I'll fucking get you one day, Paul. I will get you one day. Is he still wow. alive in the prison, then? He is still in prison. Yes! Is he really in prison, or is he pretending he's not in prison? Good point. God knows. Yeah. <laughs> I, that, this is another good one. I hope he comes back. I also hope that Cameron wasn't really Cameron. He was the fourth <laughs> twin. 
<laughs> the fourth the adorable one. <laughs> they could just keep running over this as much. How did the mum not know she had three kids? And she she thought she only had two. What happened to the third? We've triplet? gone over this before, so you know apparently they just slide right out. You know, it's just like a water shoe. I just I start I, I still can't get my head around that though. I know you tried to explain it last time, and I was like I don't I just don't get it. Like how can you not? I don't. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> don't try and understand it, Sophie. That's your first mistake. Just go with it. <laughs> just yeah. go yeah, with it. None of these bad. things make sense. It's mad. It's madness. So she could well have a fourth one because she can't count, clearly. So Yeah. And Gail is a twin herself as well. So I don't yeah. know if twin... Uh, did, twins like, are twins more likely way. if you're a twin? Yes. Yes. How, how many yeah. twins has Gail got, though? <laughs> No, she's just is... got the one twin, but then she doubles up for the kids, I think. I don't know. Does oh. it double every time? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how genetics works. Yeah. There's eight yeah. coming. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> birth in a box under the stairs at this rate. That's insane. <laughs> God. It's like a litter. It's like puppies. It's not... Yeah. <laughs> so there we go. One. That is number yeah. three. That is a Back good one. at you. Blown away by this, even though I've heard this before, I'm still blown away. <laughs> oh God! Right then, so, so you know, I said to you, Angie, Queen of Villains, Queen of Female Villains, um, before. So she sort of set the president. There was an attempt, sort of, some 15 years later, sort of 2016, at doing like a bit of a modern day Angie on the show. Okay. And there are, I'll explain her story to you and you'll recognize some stark similarities. Okay. <laughs> I was texting so much when I was going, it's carbon fucking copy this storyline. <laughs> um, but we'll go with it. So, um, and, and the reason we've chosen her is uh, she's another memorable one. And it's like, it's, it, 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 they, they've basically done an Angie for the younger viewers who have come to the show later on and missed out on the glorious Angie Russell. So Charlotte King, and we've chosen her. Here's what the press had to say about her. Inside Soap magazine called her a wicked woman. Uh, New South Wales um, Herald said she was a femme fatale. Love that. Mm. Love that in a soap, don't we? Mm. Uh, Liverpool Echo, she's a bad girl. So she's in the list. Um, and basically, she comes to the bay. She's got a tearaway son who's already in the bay called Hunter. And he's in the bay. He's he's had a very difficult upbringing with this, like, super bitch as his mum and has run away from her. He's got many a behavioural problem. Um, he's got no respect for nobody. He is causing loads of issues at school. He's getting suspended. He's vandalising. He's and he, his dad lives in the bay, and his dad is coupled up with Leah at the time, who's a long-standing character. Um, his dad is Zach, and he ends up sort of trying to reconnect with his absent father and blames his father for how shite his life's been, you know, because he was absent and all the rest of it. So Zach is very um, overcompensating, shall we say, for his behaviour covering for him because he feels guilty that he's not been there for him so um and hunter uses that uses that that's that 
that goodwill, if you like, um, just just to be just to be an asshole, really. He even burns down the house, traps all <laughs> these people inside Leah's house, and it was my favourite set. It was my favourite house, and we've never seen it since. So I'll never forgive Hunter for that. Um, so his mum follows him and's like, "Come home, son." Like, you know, your dad's a waste of space. You need to come home. And she's also a teacher. So because Hunter won't leave and wants to get to know his dad, she takes up a temporary teaching job at Summer Bay High, starts dating a student at Summer Bay High <laughs> called Matt Page. Um, he's Are we a... sure this 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 is best paedophile at this point? <laughs> well... <laughs> Um, actually, she did, to be fair to Charlotte, she didn't know he was a student until the morning after when he was putting his uniform on. Um, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah, the caravans were rocking in the caravan park that night. Weren't they? Um, ends up sort of causing <laughs> loads of... Take a lunch. Lo- <laughs> <laughs> we caught forward. There's, so there's sort of simultaneous storyline here that happens where um, we told you about the diner, didn't we? Um, uh, there's a diner in town that Irene co-owns with Leah, actually, who is Hunter's now stepmom. Um, and Marilyn works at the diner. She's another long-standing character, and she is in there. There's, there's some renovation works happening in the diner, and she's in there one night, um, and there's an accident, and she ends up electric shocked. Um, and it's, and then so the diner ends up sort of being un- sorry, sorry, I've been electric shocked. It's not nice. It's really not nice. Oh, did you no. fly across the room like a mannequin? That's what happened. Really. No, I did like the little um, kind of jilting <laughs> thing though for oh, a couple God. of seconds. She was mopping the floor, bless her, and the little socket exposed or something. So the the diner was left insecure, right? And Hunter helped himself to the safe, but couldn't get in the safe. He he took the safe out of the diner under his arm or whatever, and <laughs> took it. So he he li- he was back with his mum at this point, and he lived. They lived in the apartment. There's an apartment above the diner. So he took he took it upstairs, right? And there's been up, leading up to this. There's been m- lots of sort of Charlotte covering up for Hunter, you know, like, it's my precious boy, I want him to come home with me, I want to, I'm, she's trying to win him back, so all the bad shit he's doing to everybody in the Bay, she's covering his tracks all the time, and this, this was um, one of the big pivotal ones that she covered. Um, she was involved with the, with the River Boys on the side. Oh, yeah, boys. you know, it's bad news. Mm. Um, she, there was, she was, she was, she was actually blackmailing the Barretts at one point, which actually is quite important later on down the line, because there was a drug, there was a drug deal that she intercepted and messed up. And then like some bad guys were like, where's my drugs? And she's like, give me money, uh, you know, all sorts of she's going around with a gun in her handbag, you know, you name it. <laughs> and um, this safe is at the so she's hiding this safe she's she you know she's like hunters robbed the diner all the bay are up in arms she's got this safe and um there's a character called denny who was really bad and really, like no one remembers her. um 
Was she dating Hunter, actually? Is that why she was there? She dated a few people. I can't remember whether she dated Hunter or whether they were just friends. I can't remember. Yeah, she was a she was a horrible pussy. Um, but she comes <laughs> out. She she for some reason she's at she's at the apartment and sees the safe like it's you know it's supposed to be under this towel, but it's like so she's like, oh, that's the diner safe everyone's looking for, and she goes, oh, wax her with it, kills her. Shit. Just, just yeah, just as death like, by safe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So then there's oh, and then there's like a you know like she's disposed of the body, buried Denny somewhere. Uh, in the woods and then she's like but she's like keeps seeing Denny everywhere she goes so you know she wasn't quite a ghost she was like part of her sort of imagination wasn't she was talking to her all the time she's like I'm gonna get away with killing you and Denny's like no you won't she's like (laughs) I'm gonna get away with it um so it's coming to a head at this point she's killed she's getting involved with drugs she's in she's she's you know lots of bad gang members that she's threatening everyone's out for blood the whole bay have fallen out with her they now don't like her because it's all coming out about the diner robbery and all the rest of it and one night she's down are you familiar with the geography of summer bay no no <laughs> No. There's a beach. So, there's a beach at the very sort of trailing. There's two beaches. The very trailing edge of the beach. There's a there's um a salt pool and and then like a natural sea pool that okay. you can swim lengths in. You only really go down there to die, um, <laughs> or like breed. Flirt. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she's down there one night and exact same thing with Andrew Russell. She turns round. There's a shadow. She's meeting someone and she's talking to the camera again. Oh, I wasn't expecting you here. And then there's bang, she's shot. Her body is face down in the pool. And then we just see this gun sink to the bottom of the of the swimming pool. And she's lay face down, floating, blood. She's dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and this this was like a massive who shot Charlotte season cliffhanger. Um, who got rid of the bitch? I actually, because it was like 2050, I came off. We didn't have the podcast then, obviously. I came off all the social media because I didn't want it ruined. You unfollow everything, you know, you follow it properly. And um, they shot all, they filmed all like sort of eight or nine different endings about who the killer could be. Oh, and there was a big act, there was a big promo. It was like, not even the actors know who it's going to be. Mm. Um, and I think I've mentioned this in a previous episode. It wound up being one of the Barretts who she was threatening. Um, he was blind from a car accident, but had actually, his sight had come back, but he didn't say anything. Ah, he was okay. there that night and he'd killed her. And they're on the run to this day, actually. Wow. <clears throat> did he like, as he did, as he revealed he wasn't blind, did he take like the sunglasses off? <laughs> No, it, it was very, quite bizarre. He was just sort of looking at the wall every all the time, and you're thinking, "Oh God, he's actually," because we we didn't know he had his sight back either yeah. until you know till the reveal. Yeah. And then he just looks. Oh yeah, that 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 must have been a really good reveal. That it was. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Like usual suspects or something. <laughs> <laughs> the summer bay version of the usual yeah. suspects. Yeah, yeah. it was. That's yeah. Pretty yeah. Good. Yeah. Did they ever try and get in? You said they had this safe, and then she killed them with the safe. Did did they never try and like open the safe? What happened with that? Um, like, I can't actually it... remember. It was a little safe, wasn't it? From the yeah, diner. it wasn't. 
It was just yeah. cash. Yeah, like a it? hotel room safe. It was one yeah. of them. So would it have but even had that much money in it? Would it have been worth just the taking? Yeah, you know, and Probably I'm not, not being funny. Nobody pays Carl in that diner anyway. No, <laughs> just have a coffee. Yeah, see you later. That's it. <laughs> they all They've tap the phone like, now. Tend to yeah, they do. It. Beep. Um, yeah. 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 So I I can't remember if they got in the case, in the safe or not. It wouldn't have been much. I mean, I was, like more, I was more. takings of coffee. Yeah. Picture was more concerned about hiding the body, really. Mm. Yeah, mm. I like that though because it had yeah. it started off where we just thought it was going to be a run of the mill paedophile one, but it actually turned out into a lot more. So that was no. good. You just hit us with everything there. I forgot about the pedo in actually. After all that, <laughs> uh, she just did that because you know. Yeah, <laughs> it was the formula, wasn't it? It was the home and away bitch formula: be a paedophile, sleep with you. You teach her sleep with the pupil. That's <laughs> yeah. It works. Um, Everyone loves it. I have no I just as well. I, I just want to mention that this sat this like obviously we made a joke earlier about Miss Taylor. At no point did Miss Taylor like touch <laughs> us. She's not a paedophile. Uh, she's just an upstanding <laughs> member of the community. She's a lovely lady. Um, she run off with the other PE teacher though. Oh shit! Yeah, actually. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. But he and was you... old enough, right? He's a teacher, so that's fine. Oh, no, well, no, you no, say teacher. Off... It was like work experience, lad. <laughs> I'm joking. It never happened. She's dead nice. No, no, I thought she ran off with the other female PA teacher. Oh. Absolutely. Hey, the, the other PA, so we had two female PE What's teachers. What's her name? Facebook? Can we look the correct? <laughs> we, some of the PE teachers did get together, but not, not that one. Was it not that one? Was she no, to replace was... the PE teachers? I don't want to make this oh. any worse than it already is. All right? <laughs> we made a paedophile joke, and now you're like talking about people's lives. I don't want to do that. I'm thinking of the oh. uh, 1999 gangbang in the PE room. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. People make mistakes. People try things out. It was the 90s. Yeah, there were communal showers. Things were different back then. It was okay. Exactly. There was that girl from our class who filmed the porno behind the Red Dragon pub, but that's another story. <laughs> wow. Is that online? What do I do? Oh, I've looked. I've looked. No, we've looked, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, this is turning into an editing nightmare. It's uh, it's in, it's in a small safe somewhere under a towel. <laughs> Go on, hit him with the last person, last villain. Oh, Come on. Is it me? Um, I just wanted to Go say on. I have noticed a trend. Uh, JK, yeah, JK. That you've picked all female so far. We mm. have, yeah. Mm. Just, just wanted to point that out there. Uh, so our final one. Uh, observation there. Well done. Uh, <laughs> big pick three. Yeah. We've all been listening. Um, crack on with our last one. Come on. So our last one is not female. Um, oh, another great um, drop <laughs> from observation. It's not a female. It is, in fact, Bouncer, the dog. Because <laughs> he was dick and imagined the whole thing anyway. Killer dog. Wow. Cujo. So ours is a bit more of a modern one as well. And a very, a lot of people look back very fondly on this one as well. And I think rightly so as well. Uh, it's Finn Kelly, uh, played by the wonderful Rob Mills. Uh, came, I think it was 2017, 2018. Uh, he was hired as a teacher at Erinsborough High. Oh, God. Uh, with teachers. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's very stressful that job it can lead to just problems further down well, the line oh, he is very confession. stressful because 
he has a the story is when he starts he has a brain aneurysm that yeah. is a ticking time bomb it can explode at any time uh he's obsessed with ellie conway who is uh susan kennedy's niece uh and it turns out that he had a fling with her back in the day and that's the reason he's come back to Erinsborough is to try and win it back over but because this this ticking bomb could go off at any point he's like I want to fulfill my dream of A banging Ellie again and B <laughs> being Erinsborough High head teacher for the entire school those are his two dreams <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, so the, re- the reason so the way he gets Susan out of the way is that he starts uh, swapping her MS medica- medication. Uh, Susan is diagnosed with MS. They mm. kind of forgot about that in this day. Then she just, she just kind of don't mention it. Same with when she slipped and thought she was 16. They kind of just don't mention that. <laughs> uh, so she starts having a couple of funny turns. So he then steps in as like the temporary head teacher. Uh, Carl, ever fucking slow to the game, eventually figured this out. But it's too late. He's already framed a student that, guess what? He was shagging her. Oh. Yeah. Uh, a student called Xanthi. Uh, and he's basically, he's been grooming the whole time. Not to, to for that stuff. Not that kind of grooming. More just to implicate her. And so, like, he's planted evidence and he's got messages and he's, he's framed her for this. Mm. Completely. So it turns out Xanthi is innocent. Uh, so he does a runner. Uh, he's eventually found because everyone's like, well, we'll just find him. He's done a runner. We'll just find him. We won't let the police do this. We'll just do it ourselves. Uh, and he's chucked off a cliff by Susan Kennedy. Uh, <laughs> Susan, <laughs> yeah, chucks him off a cliff. He's in, guess what? He's in a coma, a real coma. Not just, he's not just asleep. Right, coma. Okay. Uh, Susan as well, so enraged by what happened with the swapping in the medication, actually tries to smother him as well. Hello. <laughs> wow. Is it after she threw him off the cliff? Yep. She tries, <laughs> she, ret- she tries to finish the job. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but she is unsuccessful in that. And he eventually wakes up from his cover. And guess what? Remember when I said Susan Kennedy slipped on the milk and got retrograde amnesia? <laughs> guess what fin- Kim- fin- Kelly's got? Oh, no. Retrograde amnesia. And Susan Kennedy ends up taking him in to look after him. Uh, because she fully believes he's a reformed character. And, Does he uh, think he's 16 like she did? Or is he oh, just yeah, yeah. forgotten? Yeah, he's forgot the whole bad stuff that he's done. He's completely wow. forgot all of this. No harm, no foul. Yeah, exactly. So, And she fully believes that he's a reformed character as well. So yeah. she, because there's quite a few legal wranglers like, well, this guy is, you know, he's done all these crimes. He can. She's like, she stands up for him in court and says, no, this guy is a reformed character. You don't need to send him to jail. Just send him to our house. We'll look after him. We'll make sure. Wow. That might be and He does spend a good amount of time just being a good guy and just being really helpful around the street, looking after people's kids, just being a, a stand-up guy. But eventually, I think it's like a, there's a scene where like a, a baby's crying. It's Ellie's baby that's crying. And that starts to trigger something in him. Mm-hmm. And eventually his memories start slowly returning. And he remembers who he is, what he did, and why he did it as well. So he, it's Ellie's 35th birthday, and they're all going to a trip to Fire Island. Uh, Chloe Brennan has married some millionaire, and he owns a 
private island called Fire Island. Uh, I don't know if it's like Epstein Island. I'm not. I... <laughs> Fire Island's an actual island. He Is won't, it? He won't, he won't own. Yeah, he won't own yeah. the island. Oh, okay. I thought he just owned this island. He might have like a house on it. Okay. Well, so they they're all going to have a, a a trip to Fire Island for the birthday, and this is where he unleashes a despicable plan. They do like a, a special week thing where they do like late night. So you've got the regular neighbor stuff going on, but then you've got the late night neighbor stuff going on where this is this whole Fire Island stuff. And you say fuck? They don't say fuck, unfortunately. Oh. No, like, do, I watched it all and double checked, and there was no f bombs. Oh. He's a little bit more violent, though. Uh, and you do see Toadie with his top off, so. Shit. <laughs> Send me the link. <laughs> not into that nah uh, so first thing he does he's got a girlfriend uh, B uh, she, he pushes her in a mine straight away like, right. <laughs> See ya. Yeah, straight in a mine there you go uh, and then he sees Tony with his top off twats him with a rock and sends him on a boat out to sea to die uh, he blows up Denise Van Outen what what's she doing there Car, isn't she? I saw this episode. Yeah, oh he blows God. her up. She's about to get married, uh, but he blows her up. Uh, this was he actually accident. Was... He, uh... Is this a cameo, or was she herself? Yeah. No, she was a character. No, no, she she isn't herself. She is a character oh, in the show. No. Uh, but this yeah. was a mistake. I think he meant to blow up with Lucy Robinson. Oh right. It's dead. But there's some some something to do with wedding gifts, and she ends up with this wedding gift on on a car seat, and she ends up blowing up. Yeah. Uh, which is quite unfortunate. Yeah. He sets a snake on Harlow Robinson. Oh, <laughs> <Sorry>. uh, <laughs> well, we're just getting started. He <laughs> shoots Gary Canning with a bow and arrow. Wow, old school. Okay. <laughs> uh, he, kidnaps, uh, he kidnaps Ellie Conway's baby. And then, because it's Fire Island, goes... Brilliant, let's set fire to it. And the baby? Anybody... No, no, not to the baby, to the island. Fucking not to the hell. baby, no. But, like, because there's, there's other people on there as well. There's a couple of the characters that he doesn't quite get to. Like, two of them go off shagging. Uh, he's like, right, anybody I've not got, I'm just going to set on fire. So <laughs> just set them all on fire. Uh, and lastly, this is all because he wants to get Susan Kennedy. So he lures Susan Kennedy out. He's like, listen, I've got, I've got your niece's daughter. Uh, come out to the woods and let's let's do this. Uh, but and he's digging a grave for Susan. He's like, "You stay in this hut over here. I'm going to dig you a grave and then you're going to get in it." But it's raining a little bit and he slips <laughs> into the grave, twats the back of his head, paralyzed. <gasps> and because it's raining and there's a bit of oh no, it's not raining. There's running water. Apologies. There's a bit of running water going on. And that is, it's running and through the paralyzed. grave. And he's paralyzed. And the water keeps on running. He ends up drowning oh. in a watery, shallow grave. Wow. That's, That's a horrible way to go. Yeah. And there's a really, there's a really Some horrible image as well. They go to double check. Like, they escape the island. They realize what's happened. But they have to go back just to make sure he's dead. Because they're like, this is so <laughs> right, you know. Unless we've seen the dead body. Yeah. Oh, if he's dead. So they go back and he is just like. Wow. Just kind of frozen in this kind of mud. <laughs> and he is definitely dead. Uh, yeah, and this guy was over a couple of years. Uh, 
in, in kind of modern era that he is now. And yeah, he was a, he so like Rob Mills, the guy who plays him, is fantastic. Such a great bad guy, and it, such a really nice guy in real life as well. Like it's I, I don't know if that's a trend, but like really nice guy in real life plays absolute psychopath killer so fantastically. It's it's a thin line, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> thin line. So there we go. That is our final one. That is wow. us. Very good. Well Amazing. Done. Dropped. Love Over it. to you. One last retort from yourselves, please. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <clears throat> it's me. Uh, apologies again. Um, so, if you were a fan of Home and Away in nope. the mid 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Uh, well, if you were. <laughs> The mere mention of this name will probably send a shudder through your entire body. Ooh. The name was Saul Bennett. And if I had to describe Saul Bennett in three words, it would be creepy old bastard. (laughs) I like that. You should do a (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. Now, I don't mean any disrespect. The guy that played him, David Ritchie, I think his name was, don't mean any disrespect to him. Um, because I'm sure he was lovely. I'm sure he wasn't like like Saul in real life. But they made him look scruffy, shifty. He had these scary little beady eyes. He was a proper creepy little weirdo. And he probably, he looks like he would smell of ham and special glue. (laughs) 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 He just looks like... I can't overag this enough that, that he looked creepy. He just looked creepy. He gives you the willies. Like to look at him, just gave you the willies. And like, you just don't want to see that face. It's just a scary, scary face. And as a teenager. This is all just about the guy's face at this stage. <laughs> <laughs> this is David, whatever he's called, the actor. This is David. This is I know. RIP, RIP, rest in peace. Um, love you, David. But you were creepy. You were so good as saw you. Because this guy was meant to be creepy. He was meant to be creepy. Um, he, he wouldn't look out of place like you could go into Weatherspoons on a Wednesday at like 12 o'clock and this guy would be in there drinking on his own and he'd approach all the vulnerable women, women that are in Weatherspoons and smelling of ham and special brew you know he's that kind of ugh, creepy combination. guy it, yeah exactly you can see it can't you, you can you can you've not seen it but you can envisage it from from that description I think um, so we did actually talk about Saul on a previous battle that we had with you guys. So we talked about him during our um, Soap Legend episode because he had a bit of a to-do with Irene. Uh, yeah, he made a bit of an enemy of Irene or she made an enemy of him. I'm not sure, one or the other. So we have mentioned him um, recently, but we'll, we will recap on because I don't expect you to remember who he was. <laughs> so we'll quickly recap on who he was. So he was... The leader of what he called a commune that had been set up in the 60s or 70s mm. the children of saul yeah so, oh remember this? that guy yes yeah, so yeah that guy off. creepy nice creepy guy, guy. Yeah. so he probably called it a commune i think we would call it a cult children of saul cult it did have like spiritual and religious overtones but essentially it was like a means to an end and he used this commune to get what he wanted and what he wanted to go on a theme of today, he wanted to bed teenage girls. He wanted to lure them away oh, to the oh. commune. So, so you could also call it a paedophile ring. It's kind of a bit of an Epstein Island situation. Yeah, <laughs> not good. Yeah, he wanted to lure them away. He went after t- vulnerable teenagers, vulnerable girls. He wanted to lure them away to the commune and sleep with as many of them as possible. Hopefully 
to father children with them. So we find out over time that he has bedded several young members of his cult, um, had children with them. One of them was called Joey Rainbow, his son, who eventually was rescued from the cult by Irene and taken in by her. And that's why they made sort of sworn enemies of each other. So um, eventually he kidnaps Irene's grandson, which we talked about in that legend show. So Irene gave birth to her own grandson because she was a surrogate for her daughter. And Saul was the one that kidnapped her grandson and yada, yada, yada. So we've already talked about that. But the bit of the storyline I want to talk to you today about is one day Saul spotted a teenager in, in Summer Bay called Selena Cook. Uh, she was walking around in her school uniform and he liked what he saw. So he preyed on her. He became obsessed with her. And um, Selena was like a really popular character with the audience. She, she was a bit of a tearaway. She had a bit of an attitude. She had a, a kind of rough upbringing and she kind of looked for love in the wrong places. Like she wanted to, affection. She wanted someone to love her. She wanted to feel special. Um, so she she got a bit of a reputation around the bay for going after love in the wrong places. In fact, the actress that played her, uh, Tempany Deckett, she was famously quoted as saying that Selena was a good person, but a bit of a slut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I recognize, I've, d- I've just Googled her now. I do recognize recognize her face do you yeah i love selena she's one of my faves but she was she she was desperate to be loved and cared for and and she did kind of go after the wrong men and that kind of thing so one of the storylines that selena was involved with was she slept with irene's son damien and she got pregnant um but then she went on on to have a miscarriage unfortunately i think it was at school i think she was in her school uniform in the corridor like having a miscarriage and that kind of left her up. Um, so Saul had already noticed her and now she's vulnerable. She's lost this baby. So he approaches her and he tries to convince her to join the commune. And she, he says to her, if we have a baby together, then your baby that you lost will be reincarnated. And she's like vulnerable and a bit stupid at this point. So she kind of falls for all of his crap, ends up living with him on his commune. And then everyone in the bay is trying to persuade her, like, you've lost your mind, Selena. You've lost your mind. You need to come home get away from this creepy guy um, and it goes on for quite a while eventually she comes to her senses and she escapes the commune but Saul's not happy Saul's in love with Selena he thinks that they should be together so he tries to kidnap her several times and bring her back to the commune um, and actually the last time he tried to kidnap her was on her wedding day when she was marrying her maths teacher that's for another day <laughs> <laughs> married her maths teacher Stephen Matheson I mean home and away just full of these dodgy teachers I tell you so Saul pretended to be the limo driver on the wedding day and he kidnapped her and he drove her off back to the commune and it was kind of one of those situations where he was like I know that I can't have you I know that you don't love me and you want to marry this guy but if I can't have you then no one can have you and he locks her in this room with him and sets fire to this room in this kind of like murder suicide ploy um, to just end them both I mean the romance of this is just insane obviously um, but luckily the cops they arrive just in time and they, they they sort of rescue Selena away from his clutches and the very lucky constable I think it was constable Terry Garner gets to shoot Saul kill him dead and that's the end of the story but it's not the end of the story because actually he does come back <laughs> in true so fashion <laughs> he is actually dead at this point but his son, Joey Rainbow, years later gets schizophrenia and he's on the computer at home and Saul pops up as like this weird vision and he's trying to convince Joey Rainbow to kill Irene. 
Um, yeah. And Joey Rainbow's like, you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna go and get some medication and sort just, myself out. It's gonna close this browser down. <laughs> <laughs> so luckily that doesn't happen, but it was, it was nuts. And I think it was, uh, to be honest, testament. Like I said at the beginning, it was testament to the actor that played Saul, just to how, because how creepy he was and how yeah, he, he came across. Yeah, he looks so creepy. <laughs> you got a picture of him up. Yeah, he looks uh, potentially homeless. <laughs> Yeah, he was. It made him look really scruffy, really shifty, and yeah. he did give me the. He genuinely gave me the creeps when he kind of stared at you and like. Yeah, he's got those kind of deep, hollow eyes, hasn't he? Yeah. And he spoke. He was very well spoken. But he spoke. He was very charismatic, wasn't he? He's was like I, this cult leader. Obviously, he'd managed to lure all these vulnerable women to join his cult and sleep with them. So they must have. He must have something going for him. But he yeah, was, like yeah. you clean him up a little bit, I and mean, you can see him being like a little bit ruggedly handsome. Yeah. Yeah, you put him in a suit, give yeah, him a shave. Right. Yeah, he looks. Yeah, he's, he's passable. Yeah. yeah, but they made him look That's shifty, all, creepy, ham-smelling special brew man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. That's it. We've yeah. we've we've punched out, haven't we? How how you feeling? Adam said we'll kind of do a bit of a a, a debrief at the end. How how you feeling about your about yours compared to ours now? Now that all cards are on the table. Well, before oh. we answer that question, let's Who? ask Adam. Oh yeah. <laughs> Didn't know much about either either no, side. Again, I w- I'm not going to give a final decision. Obviously, it's not for me to decide; it's for the people to decide. However, it just cracks me up. I just like <laughs> listening. Like, if you don't know too much about it, I just like listening to it. Because um, what we've we done now, we've nearly done an hour and forty-five minutes or so. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting and so ridiculous, um, but yeah. but it's just good fun, isn't it? I think, and I think this is the beauty of these two soaps as well. They are not shy about being ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. Like some some of the other soaps maybe take themselves a bit too seriously. I think I don't think these do. They are no. more than happy to go. Oh, he's pretending he's in, he's in a coma, <laughs> or yeah, he runs a cult. It's just up the road, and but he's in away with it. Um, this stuff like that is just mental. So it is such good fun just to hear him. I don't know who's going to... I think this is the closest one yet. Yeah. I think because yeah. of the similarities as well. Hmm. Like, I think your uh, your Summer Bay Stalker one is quite similar to Finn Kelly. I don't know, guys. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, they were a good person for a bit. And Baz and, yeah, I think... Uh, the similarities with with bombing and yeah, there's a lot of similarities. Well, I think this one's close, yeah. very very close call. Uh, and lots of pedophilia. <laughs> lots of pedophilia, yeah. And that's, lots that's of dodgy teeth. It's going to make it difficult because everyone hates pedophiles. Yeah. So it, it's like it, I can't. These are all bad people. Male, yeah. female. Uh, it could go either way, this one. It's just yeah. going to depend on how Sai organises the vote. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So, yeah, Sai, Sai you're going to organise the vote. We'll have this out on the socials, on our both our links, on both our feeds. You'll be able to vote on there. And we'll do the same as last time. Well, you'll have a, you know, you'll have certain rounds and then we'll go through to the finalists. And, yeah, you guys, you listeners, get to decide. Obviously, we'll be voting. Uh, all day, all night. <laughs> and this, we shouldn't forget, this is to go in front now. It is currently yeah. one all. 
Whoever yeah. wins this takes a lead. We're not saying this is the last one. We've got a few more ideas for some upcoming battles. The battle is far from over. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this one feels, feels this one feels the biggest one yet. <laughs> it really, it really does. It feels. This is the biggest the... one till the next one, right? Yeah, it's always <laughs> the biggest one till the next one. Yeah, this could be never ending because we'd never want to lose. You know, we just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll do best of 100 best of 100 best of 200. Well, that could be 50 each you fucking idiot <laughs> to the death till one of us dies <laughs> or runs off with a cult leader yeah true or yeah, a, a teacher yeah yeah uh, Sai so this has been so much fun thank you thank you thanks thank guys you. thank you uh, amazing I, I mean, no, we, we know we, we know we say it's a battle but this really is fun this is this is like a is it's like a reenactment, you know, when they do those like reenactment battles. It's, it's just a nice fun day out. I feel. Like I don't feel any animosity here at real. I know Adam tries to to amp it up a little bit, but this is just a nice fun day out, isn't it? You we all get to dress up. So guys, I don't know if you listen to our podcast or not, but um, Jake can never just finish it. Like so, obviously this this podcast now has had about ten. We've all tried to finish it and go, oh yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> And what he's doing now is just the long goodbye again. Um, he's like he's like the villain that just won't quit. He'll just Aww. keep going um, until until you're sick of him. Which could be any second now. <laughs> That's the end. <laughs> it's like your go. family at Christmas. You know when you go like bye and bye. inside the house, <laughs> yeah. then you put your shoes on. You're like bye, your coats on. Then you're on the drive. Bye. I'm really going now. Really I'm getting going. in my car. Wind the window down. Yeah, don't wind the window down. Just get out. <laughs> and you start walking along Walk the street off. with them as the car slowly going. <laughs> and they're like, I'll see you next week. You're like, go away. Yeah. I'll, when I get, I'll give you three rings when I get home. <laughs> no, just crash into a bush. We don't care. Like, just... Not really. Obviously, love my grandparents. Um, Yeah, but they like that. They like that. It's mad. It's mad. It's just like, we just fuck off. Hold me in your arms. Don't let me go. I want to stay forever. Oh, sorry.